Welcome to Ruin a Bad Guy's Day radio podcast with fraud expert Skip Myers. This is your guide to fighting fraud and chargebacks. Learn the best fraud prevention solutions and strategies. How to enhance your fraud prevention team. And how to prosecute criminals. Now, here's your host, Skip Myers. Coming to you from Atlanta, Georgia, this is the broadcast that gives you the knowledge and tools to help you ruin a bad guy's day before they ruin yours. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in to Ruin a Bad Guy's Day radio podcast. I thank you so much. Hey, I'm Skip Myers. I'm the host of Ruin a Bad Guy's Day radio, and I want to start off by thanking everyone who continues to support the show, and especially those loyal listeners who keep sending in all that great feedback and all those terrific emails. Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, please. A lot of bad news happening right now. A lot of the coronavirus information spreading around. It looks like the virus is spreading all over the United States. Aftermath of it spreading across other countries around the world. Pretty unfortunate. But what's really sad is that bad guys have no limits to what they do to defraud us. So some of you all probably seen some of these phishing emails, spam emails are coming through mailbox lately. But There's a great article out right now uh, from NBC News, how to avoid falling victim to a coronavirus email scam. So some of you guys probably see this. So let's really dive into this and make sure we can stop these email scams coming from bad guys that are really trying to tap into our fear and panic about the coronavirus through email and phishing scams. And some of you guys probably have seen this. I know some of us have been talking about this offline about all these crazy phishing emails, not just the coronavirus email scams that are out there right now, but several other ones that are floating around that we'll talk about a little bit later on another podcast. But I want to welcome everybody back to a great show. Had a couple uh, weeks off, uh, got recharged and ready to go full force and fight the bad guys. And guys, thank you so much for all that great feedback and support. It really means a lot. I really appreciate it. So so has any one of you guys got one of these emails uh, from the center's Uh, for disease control and prevention, the CDC, or WHO, the World Health Organization about the coronavirus outbreak? Well, you probably have. Hopefully some of those have been legit, and hopefully some of those have been from your organization or company. So do you think you should read it? Well, of course, the bad guys are are banking on that your curiosity and the the way the media is driving this story, that you're probably going to click on that email because you're very curious about the latest news. So should you click on it? Should you click on that link? Should you go to another site? Should you download the file that tells you how to you know, prevent the coronavirus? Well, we're going to answer some of those questions here shortly because the cyber criminals, these bad guys, are counting on you making that mistake with one of these phishing emails. So this outbreak is a dream come true for criminals will use it as a basis for email attacks designed to snag your personal information, steal money, and affect computers and malware. Does this sound familiar? Sure it does. We talked about this all the time, these phishing email attacks coming from bad guys who do a variety of things, but typically is to steal your personal information, somehow get away around that information and get to a a secure account that you uh, own or that you manage to steal money and perhaps infect other computers with that malware. So the malicious email that's linked to the coronavirus, apparently it's first appeared in early February. So this is right when the virus is probably at its height uh, as it's coming out of China. So it's making it uh, one of the first big phishing 
campaigns of the year. So a global health disaster like this creates a golden opportunity for fraudsters as there is no population or demographic that is not paying attention to this information. So as a result, the potential for impulse, those impulse and panic clicking is higher than normal. And this is according to Adam Levin, a digital security expert who's a chairman of CyberScout, a data security firm and the author of Swiped, How to Protect Yourself in a World of Scammers, Fishers, and Identity Thieves. So a lot of these bogus emails look legit. And I'm going to post a couple of these bogus emails on uh, the podcast, in the podcast notes, so you you can look at, and so you can kind of see what we're talking about here. So I'm going to post that in the podcast notes. So what you're going to see in these phishing emails that are trying to grab your attention, hopefully to get you to click on a link, are these coronavirus awareness emails. And some of these emails are coming from WHO. And all of y'all should know that WHO right now is front and center in the news and WHO is the World Health Organization. So if you see one of these emails uh, in your inbox from WHO or the World Health Organization, really be aware that this is possible phishing scam. So I'm going to show you again in the podcast notes what this email looks like, but the email looks legit on the surface. But if you really start looking at it with a really close eye and attention to detail, again, there's some misspellings. The word safety uh, is missing the letter E. It's very interesting, and that's part of the title of this email. So there's other peculiar things about this email that would grab your attention, uh, some, some sentences or words without spaces, and just a little strange uh, verbiage. So anyway, it is not legit. And that this particular email that I'm going to show you is a fake email from the World Health Organization. It's not really from them. It's fake. It's designed to make it look like it is so that you can click on a link there. So those who click on that link usually wind up on a site that's created by criminals to steal your email credentials and other personal information. Again, this is a typical basic phishing attack. And in this case, the bad guys are using the news of the day, the coronavirus scare that's out there to scare you into reading the email and clicking on one of these links. So Sophos is a UK-based internet security company recently warned about bogus emails that appear to be providing information about the coronavirus safety measures from WHO. Again, WHO is the World Health Organization. A senior analyst there said that the email is short and simple, something that could be created in just a few minutes. The message doesn't need to be very complicated, they say, because there's so much interest and concern about the virus. All of the criminals need for you to do is click on the link and land on a site that they control so that they can steal your email password. With that, they can take uh, over whatever they want, basically, and probably hit other sites. And again, once once again, we'll say this over and over, over again, steal your personal information for other means to possibly get into bank accounts and other things. So with this current phishing attack right now, it looks like the frosters are really designing their emails to look like they're coming from the CDC or who makes a lot of sense, right? So they typically have an attention grabbing subject line, such as coronavirus outbreak in your city emergency. So we've talked about phishing emails before. What is one of the number one things we talked about what these fraudsters do with phishing emails? They create a sense of urgency. They want you to, to have to feel compelled to do something right now. So in this case, we're all panicking. Well, some of us are. I'm trying to re remain calm here and really uh, be realistic. But the, the bad guys are really tapping into the fear 
and panic that is around the media blitz with the coronavirus. So in this case, the coronavirus outbreak in your city could be that they're going to fish and, and they may already have some other information that you're in, in Atlanta. So be aware, coronavirus outbreak in Atlanta, Georgia. And so, so there'll probably be an official agency logo from the CDC or who pasted on uh, that email from the actual website. It adds credibility and a glance, you know, you're not going to pay that much attention to it. So, at, you know, when you first look at it, that's the sender's email address. Yes. Yeah, so let's talk about that. That sender's email address will appear legitimate. And so you look until you look at that with a little more detail. So in this case, this particular email, I'm going to give you an example of in the podcast notes, the example email address is cdc-gov.org or cdcgov.org. So the bad guys create domains that are very close, very similar to the actual CDC site. Look guys, the actual CDC governmental website is very simple, cdc.gov. That's it. It's not cdc-gov.org or cdcgov.org. The official website for the CDC is cdc.gov. So it makes that deception easy to miss and easy for you to believe this is a legitimate email. So one of the bogus emails I was spotted by uh, Kapersky, a big global cybersecurity company I found, claims that the CDC has established a management system to coordinate a domestic and international public health response. So recipients are urged to click on a link that looks like a legitimate cdc.gov webpage to get an updated list of new cases around your particular city. So I've attached another example of what that email looks like. Again, it's very, very compelling. It looks real, but when you look at it a little bit closer, you're going to find some irregular details about the email address. Again, I'll state again, it's not cdc.gov in the email header. It's cdc-gov.org, which is not the actual website for the CDC. So there's other things in this particular bogus email that is not from the CDC. So you pay very close attention to that. This is a great example in case you get a phishing attack or an email that you believe is legit, but is actually a phishing email that maybe give you some clues what to look at in the future. So it, this is just another case of a phishing attack designed to harvest usernames and passwords from people who click the link. Sound familiar? We talk about this quite often. It is one of the best tricks that the bad guys have to steal your personal information and open up other means to possibly steal your cash and money through bank accounts and other means. So even though these links look like they will take you to the cdc.gov website about the coronavirus, well, they don't. You'll probably land on a fake Microsoft Outlook logon page or some sort of email logon page. Those are to be created by the bad guys. And that's created for the sole purpose to steal usernames and passwords. So criminals control these fake sites and these fake Outlook pages. So there's no reason to provide logon credentials to visit a public website, right? Why would CDC want that? That's not going to happen. So once the bad guys capture your logon credentials, use them to get access to your email account and look for anything worth stealing, according to a member of Kabersky's security team. So there's more information here I'm going to put in the podcast notes with some other uh, examples here. Another great one right now is from an organization that's, again, uh, saying they're with the CDC, but they're not. But they're actually, in this case, asking for a donation in Bitcoin to help fight the virus in their particular country. Uh, boy, that's a stretch. So Kapersky researchers have spotted 
other malicious emails made to look like that they were sent to the CDC, like the one I'm going to show you in the podcast notes. And this one that I'm showing you in the podcast notes and that we're talking about now, ask for that donation via Bitcoin uh, to help fund its incident management system that's coordinating the response to the coronavirus. So funding of the above project, quite a huge cost. And we plead for your goodwill donation, the email says. Nothing is too small. From $10 to any amount, the message reads. And there's some typos in there too. You'll see those quite humorous. So of course, the CDC is a government agency funded here in the U.S. by tax dollars. So it doesn't solicit for individual donations. And it certainly doesn't. And as far as I know, has never accepted Bitcoin. So some cyber criminals are also using uh, the coronavirus to uh, spread malware. Boy, what a what a crazy thing there. So links uh, in the email are supposed to go to an educational material website that will also affect your computer. And security experts tell NBC News that these initial phishing attacks are successful. The volume of these attacks will quickly multiply. So how to protect yourself from coronavirus email scams. So you always need to be skeptical of any mail that asks you to click on a link or open an attachment, even when the email seems legitimate. And this is usually from emails that you receive that you've never really asked for information. You didn't sign up for a newsletter. You're not, it's not an account that you created. It's going to be an email that you receive that looks legitimate, but it's not something that you're really familiar with. Now, in this case, again, like I said before, the bad guys are preying on panic and fear. In this case, it's all revolving around the coronavirus. So in most cases, you can probably get the information you need by typing in the URL yourself. For the latest uh, information on the coronavirus outbreak, just go directly to the CDC website, and that's cdc.gov. And so there's a security team at Sapphos, a security management company that has some great tips. And we've talked about this before. These are some of the most basic tips to make sure you don't fall victim to any phishing scam. So let's go over this very briefly here. So never be taken by the sender's name in that email. So scammers can put any name they like in the from field. So like we talked about before, cdc-gov.org isn't really the, the legitimate uh, sender. It's cdc.gov, which is. So always look look out for that. And always look out for spelling and grammatical errors. Almost every one of these emails that are phishing related have some sort of spelling and grammatical error. Now, not all bad guys make mistakes. Uh, apparently, they pass uh, some form of language uh, class in their educational system, but many do. So take extra time to review those messages for those telltale signs that they are fraudulent. All right, also check that URL before you type it or click a link. So if the website you land on doesn't look right, steer clear of it. Do your own research and make your own choice about where to look. So take the time to research that, Google it, find those correct websites, and that's where you get the actual information you're looking for, not from an unsolicited email. So never enter data that a website shouldn't be asking you for. So a site that's open to the public, like the CDC or WHO, will never ask you for your logon credentials. They're just not going to do it. And if you realize you just revealed your password to these imposters, these bad guys, so, so change that password as soon as possible. Yeah, you may all of a sudden figure out, oh my gosh, I missed that misspelling in the email, or I missed you know, that uh, URL that is not correct, is not the legitimate CDC website. 
that that's okay. But as the minute or the second you know that happened, change that password for your email as soon as possible. So make sure you do that. If you don't do that, the crooks are going to try to use those stolen passwords immediately. They're going to try to do that as quickly as possible. So the sooner you change it, as always, the more likely you are able to stop them from doing anything malicious. Also, guys, hey, never... Also, guys, never use the same password on more than one site. So the bad guys are hoping you do this. Hey, so once the bad guys have that password, they don't try to use it on any other website, especially if they have your username, and try to get any in other accounts because they know most people will use the same user and password over and over again on different accounts. Just don't do that. Another good uh, tip here is turn on two-factor authentication. So that's if you can, of course. And yes, it's a slight inconvenience uh, to enter that six-digit code when you want to log on, whatever that code may be. I can tell you right now, most of my uh, major secure sites or accounts that I have, I do have uh, two-factor authentication turned on uh, for that extra layer of security. But you know, if when you do that, this is a huge barrier for the bad guys. So with two-factor authentication, a stolen password by itself is useless. All right, I'm going to say that again. So with two-factor authentication, if you have turned that on on one of your sites for an extra layer of security, having two-factor authentication on and a bad guy that has your stolen password to your email account by itself is useless to them. So this is a great way to really thwart the bad guys from getting your credentials into secure sites that you have created. So uh, Kapersky has uh, 10 tips to protect yourself from phishing attacks on its website. I'm going to give you that link. There's some great tips there to really reference. Talk to your friends and family. Make sure they all know that. It really be a big help as you serve others to protect us from the bad guys. So right now, here's a great update. So scammers have now taken things to the next level in sending out bogus emails designed to infect your computer with malware, according to Sapphos, the security company. The email purports to be from the CDC Health Alert Network with updated information about outbreak safety measures in your neighborhood. Right. You believe that? So if you open the attachment, it downloads ransomware that will lock up your system and demand a payment for the decryption key. Does that sound familiar? So remember, health agencies are not sending emails about the coronavirus to get the latest information, go to the CDC or the WHO websites or your state and local health departments. I'm going to put some more information in the podcast notes, more ways to protect yourself from email scams, all about uh, certain measures, like we said, that you can go to from Kapersky, the 10 tips to protect yourself from phishing attacks, which are very important. And just remember, guys, this is a scary time right now, but remain calm, stay alert, Listen to the information and make those good decisions and never, ever panic. Hey, guys, I hope you have a great week and continue to listen to Runa Bad Guys Day Radio. I appreciate all your great feedback and support. Thanks for listening to Ruina Bad Guys Day Radio Podcast with Skip Myers. If you liked our show, please tell your friends and colleagues. You can learn more about us at ruinabadguysday.com or visit us on Twitter and Facebook at ruinabadguysday. Join us for another episode of Ruin a Bad Guys Day radio podcast. 
The information provided in Ruin a Bad Guy's Day radio podcast is for informational purposes only. It should not be considered legal or financial advice. You should consult with legal counsel or other professionals to determine what may be best for your individual or organizational needs.